Welcome to House of Whimsical Terror. I'm Esther. I'm Mary. And we're coming to you from Tucson, Arizona. And we're telling real stories of the fantastic. All of our stories are true or told to us as true. Occasionally, we alter the names to protect privacy. And same for places. That's right. And today's story is... Behind the Mirror. And we have a special guest with us today. We do. Brenda, who's an amazing realtor. Here in Tucson, Arizona. Yep, yep, yep. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Happy to be anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brenda, you told us this great story, and it starts with where, what you do before you go into a house or after around that beginning time. Yes. So, to preface everything, I don't believe in ghosts, you know, but I hedge my bets and I don't tempt fate. Right. But mm-hmm. you can't deny feelings. Mm-hmm. So, right. I get feelings sometimes when I go into certain houses, and... Typically, when I get those feelings, I do have a thing that I say when Mm. I go in. I say, I don't want to hear you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to know about you. I'll be here for a few minutes, maybe 20 minutes max, and I'm leaving, and you can't come with. (laughs) (laughs) And that covers it. Yes, it does. There was a particular house that gave you a big feeling uh, Mm -hmm. when you went in that was a little more extreme than... Yeah. Any other place? Can you tell us about that place? Sure. There was a, a house that a client of mine, I was representing the buyer. He was a buyer. Mm-hmm. And he was one of those people that could do anything. He's a true Renaissance man. He could fix your hair, cook you dinner, mm. put an AC in, uh, anything. He could sew, do upholstery. He could upholster your car seat if you wanted. Oh, he Make could- costumes. Um, and wow. he was buying this house and he had remodeled one that I had just sold for him that he was living in. And so he wanted this one. And, um, the thing was about this one is when you go into the front door right away, I was having a, an odd feeling, a dark feeling. Sometimes mm-hmm. you go into these houses and they already feel happy. Yeah. You know, and people say, oh, I like this house. They go in and sometimes they don't even want to stay. Uh-huh. But this one had a very dark feeling at the beginning. And when you walk in, the kitchen was to the left, which I didn't know at the time, but I know now is bad feng shui. Huh. And the living room was to the right. And, you know, sometimes you go towards the back of the house and you you might pick up different feelings back there, but I didn't. It was all concentrated in the front of the house. Mm, this feeling. This, this not a very pleasant feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, he was he was not he was not on time, but that's fine. <laughs> I typically go in early so that I can turn on all the lights so that people can come in and they see, you know, everything with mm-hmm. it all lit up and um he he wasn't on time and I was waiting and the the feeling was so it was intense for me, and wow. so I decided I'm I'm going to wait outside. I didn't want to be there, mm. so I did wait for him outside. And when he got there, you know, we went through the house, and I felt like maybe his energy would make things feel better, but mm-hmm. I still felt mm-hmm. odd in that front area okay. around that kitchen area. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, fast forward, he bought the house. And about a week later, 
I got a call, which realtors don't want to get this call where there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. So um, he said something interesting. He said, you know, um, in the kitchen there was a a mirror. Uh And behind that mirror was cork board. And it was a kind of cork board that was squared. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just take the squares and you put them up and you put up as many as you want. And I didn't let him mess with those because before, because you don't touch anything you don't own. That's just how it works. Right. You know, if you destroy something, you don't want to have to worry about having to get it repaired or anything like that. So anyway, we hadn't bothered with it, but he was starting to do work on the house and he took the mirror off the cork board and he found an upside down cross. Oh. So I, though I don't know about all these things, you know, that didn't sound good. And I said, I said, you know, you're an artist. I said, can't you just take a marker and design something around it, do, do a design and change it in to something else, mm-hmm. you know, um, because he couldn't get the cross out. Wow. So he weird. was he was trying to uh pull it out of the cork. It was embedded uh-huh. and he couldn't get it out. Oh, strange. So, um I know it sounds odd, but right. he couldn't do it. And there wasn't much he couldn't do, but uh-huh. that he couldn't do. So, uh I think he eventually wound up having to take some of the wall with it oh. to get it out of there. Wow. And um so anyway, that was um that was not great, you know, and as his realtor, you still feel like you want to do something to help. Right. So I knew of these people, this one person in particular, she had a group and they could do things like saging. You know, I, I've never done that, never had it done. You know, I just know a little bit about it, but maybe I should have had it done at some point, but you know, I didn't. So anyway, I said, can you do something about this because this is what happened. And um, mm-hmm. the group was going to get together and do it remotely, do some kind of ritual or something remotely. Well, and, not, you know, though I don't believe in it, yeah. I thought, well, th- what else am I going to do? You right? wanted to right. do something. I had to yeah. do something. So I paid them to do whatever they needed to do mm-hmm. remotely. You know, what a great gig, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so who would know, right? Yeah. And so... Um, I asked him, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but you know, you try and do what you can do, no, right? I think it's, it's lovely that you, <laughs> and I want that job. As a skeptic, who wouldn't want that, that job, right? You that, really care. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you just, you just want everything to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and be good. And, um, so anyway, like I said, I paid them and, you know, they did their thing. And I asked him, I said, do you feel anything? has changed or, and he said, Nope, (laughs) (laughs) nothing's changed. Not that he was really bothered by it. He kind of takes it in stride. Uh He's had his own experiences that he never seems bothered by. Like Hmm. some people I think would run screaming, right? you know, but um, not him. And um, anyway, so fast forward, um, Oh, yeah. So, so I just, um, I didn't know what else we could do about it. And I asked, I asked this group, the, the person I was dealing with mostly, um, what, what did you find? 
mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it still was a strong feeling. Uh-huh. And I guess the feeling was that there was a body under the threshold at some point. That's what at they were all point. picking up on uh-huh. at some point. I don't know. Was it, a, was it a year? <laughs> right. Was it a hundred years? Yeah. When, you know, and how would you know? You know, yeah. and who's yeah. going to dig up your threshold to see if Pull up a bunch of people oh. thought, oh, there's a body. <laughs> Just like, I would probably not. No, no, I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't. You'd probably move. I but would. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. So, so that's, that's how it, how it got left, you know? And, um, the history with this house too is no one's ever really, um, after he left it, no one's ever really lived in it. You know, he left early. Like he was excited about the house, and he kind of decided to yeah to leave. Um, it was it was a duplex, and he, so he wanted to look after his mom mm-hmm. and and still have her independent and be in yeah. you know her own space, and he could still check on her. Yeah, you know, but um, after that, um, you know, his mom passed away, and the house just he let go. And um, it's kind of been in limbo ever since. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's very interesting. But you trusted your feelings about yeah. the house and waited outside, which is not typical for you. You normally stay inside waiting. Yeah, I and, stay inside. And you told us about another situation that was kind of a premonition oh, yeah. and where you trusted your feelings. And this uh-huh. one's to me very fascinating and uh, took place when you were in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I'm from DC originally. And <clears throat> when I was, I was living in Arlington, I had rented a condo there and it was just right across from the Pentagon. Wow. You know, so it made yeah. talking on a phone while the helicopters are going overhead <laughs> really fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, impossible. But, um, so at that time I was running a lot. I was a gym rat and, um, I decided that I was going to, get my run in early in the morning. And I typically don't do that. I'm not that morning person. Mm -hmm. And, um, but anyway, I decided I was going to do that. I was up and, um, I went outside, it was still dark and there was another condo, uh, building right next to mine. And adjacent to that are some steps that would go down the hill and, um, you could get into crystal city that way. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I decided that I was going to go that route, take a shortcut. You know, why would mm-hmm. I want to run around and, you know, cause you know, I'm just exercising. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll take the shortcut. Um, but anyway, I, I tried to go uh, down those steps and I couldn't, it was, it was like uh, mm. not a wall, but where your body physically can't go past a certain point, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some sort of, Something like force that was holding you back. You yeah. can't feel it, but you can't move past it, if that uh, makes sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I thought, well, I can't seem to move past this point. And I went back up the street. I ran back up the street thinking, I'll just go around. But when I got back up to the street, I thought, this is silly. This is ridiculous. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to go down the steps and take the shortcut. Mm-hmm. I get back down to that area again. I can't move past it. Wow. So I go back up the street again and I did this about four or five times Mm -hmm. and I remember it and, um, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So finally I just decided you're not going down the steps. So just go the long Mm -hmm. way when you could have been already in Crystal (laughs) City by now. 
you know, so um, I basically added on to my running time, which I guess ultimately was okay. <laughs> um, so I, I ran down there, and um, later I heard, a few days later, that a woman had been robbed in those, right where those steps oh. were, going down in there. And, um, you know, I don't know if, if, um, what the, what all the circumstances were in this case, mm-hmm. I knew she'd been robbed, she'd been hurt, but that's all I know about it. But that was a, that was like a couple days later. Interesting. And someone could have been, you know, lurking down there, lying in wait right. and something was protecting you from that, something yeah. holding something. you back. It, it could that. have been. It's like Esther, when you said, oh, you can't, you can't, um, I think you said something about you can't move past something or something, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's almost like you don't have a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it, as much as I wanted to go. Right. It, I yeah, couldn't. You repeatedly tried yeah. and then realized and I couldn't do it. It's, 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 not, it's, just, there's no choice. Right. And how many people mm-hmm. might have gone past and just, you yeah. know, and maybe that lady did. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? I, I um, know that, there are studies about people who are survivors of violent crime and um, many majority of them say they had this feeling like an uh oh feeling like before walking into their own house mm-hmm. or before, you know, going to somewhere mm-hmm. they thought, Oh no, this is a safe place. I'm just going to keep going in. And then right after that, they, they were, you know, had survived, had to survive a, a violent crime uh, and how many times do we listen to those feelings and who knows what mm. might have happened. But that's one of the things that's really important is for us to listen to those feelings, even if right. they make no sense. Like, yeah. I always go to work at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning and open everything up. I get this weird feeling, you know, trust it. Yeah. I'll wait for somebody it. else to get there. Yeah. Have your phone ready to call 911, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I try to remember that when I'm driving because you know how sometimes you, want to get somewhere and someone's going slow or you get that, you get every red light, Mm -hmm. you know, you not the green lights that you're hoping for. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking one day, maybe there's a reason I'm getting these red lights or maybe I'm behind Mm -hmm. a slow driver for a reason, you know, so just chill. It's something (laughs) taking care of you. So you don't exactly get to a a Mm -hmm. juncture where something terrible. Yeah. There's a way that you're being stopped. You know, exactly. for, for, and it, I think it manifests in different ways. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Brenda, yeah. you have other stories that you yeah. are willing to share with us. So we are hoping that you'll come back and be a guest on the show Absolutely. again and, and share some more of those. Yes. It'd be a pleasure. As long as you understand, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm not superstitious, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I'm, you know, I don't know. We did you, see you knock on wood. Uh, I'm, I'll always yeah, knock so. on wood. I'll find a tree, right. something. You're like the perfect guest. I'll, I'll knock on vinyl if I'm in the car. All right. <laughs> I think it's the knocking. You know, I don't. <laughs> My face. <laughs> yes. Oh, so. Thank you so much. Oh, and, thank you. And thank you so much to our listeners. Uh, please come back and listen to more stories. And we hope you enjoyed this evening's. But for now, so long, good friends. Until next time, when we meet, back at the house.